What is going on, senores y senores? It is back. Phillies baseball is finally back. It, it really did feel like a long offseason. I mean, think about it. We it took it. Uh, it truly wasn't that long because obviously we were playing in some October baseball. Uh, and but when you consider the way the season ended, and you just have to sit there and wait for this team to come back and try to get avenge what happened in the World Series. It felt a little longer than usual. So today, ladies and gentlemen, it is opening day, as we all know. And about less than 15 minutes, or, or sorry, in less than 20 minutes, our Phillies first pitch will begin. And so we're going to go into first pitch. Of course, we're going to watch the game. But we want to talk a little bit about this team heading into this season. We're going to look at this game here against the Texas Rangers for game number one here for our Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, but, guys, I'm excited. Last year went really well here for us uh, during Phillies game recap. Obviously, I had a lot of fun during the World Series run. Uh, and I'm excited to come back here this year. And for Phillies baseball, it's back. It feels similarly to the 2008 to 2011 era, I guess 12, if you want to put it in that way as well. But the excitement is back. The buzz is back for Phillies baseball. And I think that truly and honestly – Philly's in a great spot when Phillies are doing well. Obviously, Eagles run this town, and we all know that. But when the Phillies are really good, people really do care in the city, and it's a it's an easy sport to get along with. I think that's why everyone uh, tends to trend to hop on the Phillies bandwagon when they are good. And you know, it's pretty it was pretty fun last year. So we're gonna try to continue that on this year. We're gonna look at it this season. I want to formally welcome everyone into today's Phillies game recap or Phillies. I'm already thinking of the game recaps. Phillies season preview. Phillies talk live. Welcome Facebook, welcome YouTube, welcome uh, DSM Media, welcome Twitter as well. Welcome on in everyone. Right now we have YouTube's comment sections and TikTok's comment sections now open. So if you guys have any thoughts, questions, concerns, throw it in both of those comment sections and we'll be reading those as the live portion goes on. As a quick reminder, today's edition of Phillies Talk Live is sponsored by La Terrain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out La Terrain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. Right now, when you head on over to the uh, checkout page, use my promo code PARCELOPHILLY for 10% off of your purchase of a lot terrain watch. Awesome stuff. Of course, you can't look into this season without looking back at the last season. And TikTok keeps smashing that screen away. Let's get some more likes, get some more Phillies fans in the building. And again, keep dropping your comments, questions, and concerns. Look, no one anticipated that this Phillies team or that Phillies team would have gone on the run that they did that September was rough. If you guys remember, and you know, you you're just hoping and praying that the Phillies lock up the playoff spot in that last series or in that second to last series against the Astros. And ironically enough, you face off against the Astros in the world series, but you beat the, the Cardinals in the wild card. You, you move on to the Braves who we always struggle against in our division. And then you face off against the Padres team with the terrible fight song. Everyone remembers that one. Dude, I I, I, I feel bad for Padres. Padres Nation, Padres fans, Padres the franchise, they will forever be synonymous with that terrible, terrible fight song. Whatever you want to call that, that was just putrid. But then you move on into the World Series, and we knew it would be a daunting task. But the fact is the Phillies were hot. They were, they were pretty hot. But the problem was so were the Astros. And the talent over in Houston was evident. We obviously, you know, we talked about the game four no-no. That whole pitching staff was 
just on fire. And then just the bats for for Houston. Um, and so as we now have kind of I, I hope we've all grasped the concept that the Phillies lost the World Series. And now we're able to move forward into this year with with high hopes and new expectations. And I think that it's important when looking into this upcoming year to look back at the past year because that was a year that didn't have those expectations and they did do that. So now that they did do that, the expectations always is what can you do better? Can you win the World Series this year? And that's obviously going to be the question. But it's tough to look at that because, again, this team they didn't play like that throughout 162 games. Obviously, we went through manager change last year. We went through some serious injuries throughout the season. And that team really just answered the bell and performed when the pressure was the highest. And honestly, watching this Phillies team since the Bryce Harper era, as I like to call it, never saw that from the, these Phillies teams. They are always the ones that crumble. And this time around, they, did, they didn't do that. So how will this Phillies team be able to react after what happened last year and making it all the way to the World Series. And that, to me, is my number one question. It has to be everyone's number one question. So looking at this upcoming roster, obviously, um, big losses were Zach Eflin. You lose Kyle Gibson, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, right there, you lost three rotational pieces. Those guys were starters at one point. You used them as bullpen pieces in the playoffs. They're all gone. Uh, Gene Segura, obviously, the Phillies didn't want to pay him. They, he's now with Miami within the division. And of course, Matty V, and if you want to throw Nick Maton in there, obviously they were um, packaged in a trade to Detroit. Now, as far as the additions to this Phillies roster, the big ones, obviously the biggest one of them all was Trey Turner. Trey Turner now is a Philly, now wearing the, the red pinstripes. Uh, alongside with Taewon Walker, you also have Gregory Soto, who you did get for Matt Beerling and Nick Maton in that deal. Uh, Matt Stram, and of course, uh, Craig Kimbrell, uh, you were able to add on to there. So uh, I, I thought the all season was done very well. I, I think that you look at last year's roster, you didn't want to change too much because obviously that team made it all the way to the World Series, but I think they made the adjustments and the additions that were very necessary. Obviously, you know, number one, Trey Turner, that was the big thing. That was that has been linked to the Phillies for God knows how long, and it finally happened after so long. And that adds the extra star power, the extra umph. Um, you know, no disrespect to Gene Segura, but this infield definitely took up an upgrade when you add Trey Turner and subtract Gene Segura. It's just a fact of the matter. And also, it provides a different option in the batting lineup because now you have a different option at leadoff. You don't have to just use Kyle Schwarber for all 162. And we all know Schwarber, probably again this year, is going to start off slow. So it's good to have Trey Turner as that other option. We'll get to the other things that could affect this, this batting lineup and this infield as, as a whole. But that was a big one. The next next big thing was supplementing that pitching staff because we all saw how Houston won the World Series. Yes, their bats were big and they came up big when need be, but those pitchers had us in check and they outworked our pitching staff that really did very well in the throughout that playoffs. So what does Dombrowski do? He supplements the pitching staff. That seemed to be a big priority, and I thought he he executed very, very well. Taewon Walker to me is an upgrade from Kyle Gibson, Zach Eflin. Um, you know, we talked about the contract throughout the offseason, but I'm over that. I, I think that Taewon is a solid four starter uh, behind Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nolan, Ranger Suarez. Um, so I, I think that to me, that solidified the starting rotation. Obviously, the fifth starter is going to be still be a, a question, but for right now, Pop, Bailey Falter looks to be that guy. We'll find out 
in five days. <laughs> Gregory Soto is obviously a big addition. Again, the pitching staff, it, it can't get any better, right? You can always add good pieces and good arms, and that's another solid piece to add into the middle of the rotation. And, and the thing is, is that, like, who's going to close for this team as well? We'll talk about that in a second. But Matt Stram, another lefty to add on. I thought that was very solid. And, of course, Craig Kimbrell. I, look, I don't think he's Craig of, like, four, uh, three, four years ago. But I still think that with the pitching staff that you have now, not a lot of pressure on him. I really like what Dave Dabrowski did. I, I thought heading into the offseason, obviously adding on another star piece and supplementing that pitching staff, and I thought he did that. Um, you know, going into this year, the big question mark for me as well um, has to be, obviously, how do they respond from the World Series? Will they suffer a World Series hangover? You see all the time. Championship hangovers in general happen all the time. Heck, right now with the Union, who were also in the championship during the same time as the Phils, they, in five games in the MLS season, have lost three. So obviously the hangover is real, but it's still early in the season. I personally like, don't be surprised, but I could absolutely see this Phillies team starting off slow. I, and that's just personally how I could see it. It's a team that definitely start, starts off slow typically. Um, and I, I just see how this could start off slow. And especially because of the fact that you won't have Reese Hoskins or Bryce Harper to start off the season. And that's definitely big. That's power. That's your number two. That's your number three in your batting lineup. And so that's going to be the challenge here for the Phillies. Um, and how do they replace both of the, those players and their power? Uh, for Bryce Harper, you know, obviously you have Nick Castellanos, you have Jake Cave, um, you have Dalton Guthrie as well, um, and maybe Christian Pache. We'll talk about that in just a second. Hold on to that point. But, uh, you know, we'll talk about the lineup as well. But that to me right there, like that's what you're going to run with. That's really what you ran with last year. But more so, it's the power of what you are worried about. Um, let's real quick get to the Pache trade because it's 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 a it's a trade before the season, right? Um, so Pache was swapped for Billy Sullivan, a right-handed pitching prospect, and let, let's just be blank about it. Pache is a really good glove in the in the outfield, but his batting is a problem. You know, last year he struggled in the majors; he was a sub two hundred. Down in the minors, didn't do much better. He's like a 220, I think, batter. Um, so he, he he struggled last year. During spring training this year with Oakland, he did a little bit better. He was out of actually 300, but spring training. And so now he comes here to Philadelphia where, look, Kevin Long has done a solid job with these with these bats that he's gotten. You know, you look at Alec Bohm, even Brandon Marsh in a small stint. Like, you saw the improvement there. Matty V as well. So... What can Kevin Long do with this guy? But the question is, is that like, yo, Pache's a center field and you traded for Brandon Marsh. So what, what's going on here? I, I, I'm curious about Pache. I'm really in. But obviously he's going to start out with the minors. Um, can, he be, can he be someone that pushes Brandon Marsh? Heck, maybe even add some depth to the right field. That will remains to be seen. But definitely we had to talk about it. But it just does feel like the, uh, the A's and the Phil's were trading prospects that are on their way out and – that's just kind of what happened. And so the Phillies get an opportunity to develop an outfielder who's still got potential, and the the, the A's get to develop a right-handed pitcher who I guess still has potential in Billy Sullivan. But um, So that, to me, is obviously right now first base. That's a big question mark in its own. I think the Phillies are going to kind of play with it and tinker with it a little bit. But I think right now it's important to take a second um, and look at the opening day roster. 
because obviously this is going to be important to to see what it is we'll be seeing here uh, today and going forward in these opening weeks of the season. Um, so let's look at the pitchers. So 13 pitchers on the opening day roster. Your lefties go as Jose Alvarado, Bailey Falter, Gregory Soto, Matt Stram, and Andrew Vasquez. Your right-handers, Andrew Bellotti, Connor Brogdon, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Craig Krimbrell, uh, Junior Marte, Aaron Nola, Taewon Walker, and Zach Wheeler. Two catchers, no surprise, JT Real Muto and Garrett Stubbs, with your six infielders being Alec Bohm, Derek Hall, Josh Harrison, Edmundo Sosa, Bryson Stott, and Trey Turner. I know y'all were pleading for Scott Kingery, but unfortunately, it just did not happen. And those are going to be your infielders. Your outfielders, Nick Castellanos, uh, Jake Cave, Dalton Guthrie, Brandon Marsh, and Kyle Schwerber. Um, keep in mind right now that the Phillies have placed Nick Nelson, uh, Christopher Sanchez, Ranger Suarez on the 15-day day, uh, 15 day IL. And then you have uh, Noah Song. Um, whoa. He's been reinstated from the military list, and he's on the 15-day injured list. Uh, of course, as we all know, we're waiting for Bryce Word on Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins. Uh, but that seems to be the opening day roster uh, for this year. Uh, what's going on, guys? What's happening, guys? Keep tapping that screen. Keep dropping those comments. I appreciate it. Uh, what's up, Jason? What's going on, man? Go Phils. You excited, Jason? Excited for some Phils baseball, man? I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Jason's got a question. Shoot, Jason, what's your question, brother? What's up, Dame? How you feeling, man? Uh, Pachi's only 24 with some pretty solid de defense. I think they could put Hall at first, Schwarber, uh, DH, and Pache. If We'll see. I think he's going to start here with the minors. Um, and so, obviously, as you guys could tell, he wasn't on the opening day roster. So, I think they're, we're going to wait to see what Pache. I think Pache needs to first show what he's got in the minors. Um, and then, and if listen, if Cave, Guthrie, you're just not performing, then there you go. You got Pache. Um, awesome stuff, man. Awesome stuff. Appreciate it. Keep coming. Keep the uh, questions coming. How do you feel about Aaron Nola? I appreciate the question, Jason. Uh, I, I, I feel really good about Aaron Nola. Obviously, you're worried about prime time situations uh, when the pressure's on, how he will respond to that. Because you know, obviously, you know, the World Series wasn't it, it, it wasn't a good way to end the season for Aaron Nola. I thought overall it was a solid year. I think he fixed those. Remember, you know, especially like 2021, a little bit of last year as well, he struggled. You know, with, with that one pitch, you know, he was he was going like scoreless through four and then he throws that one pitch and then it all avalanche. And I think Aaron Ole really fixed that. But, you know, against a team like Houston in the in the World Series, that's where he really did struggle. But contract year for Aaron um, opening day started here today. Again, I think it's sixth time in his career, if I, if I remember correctly. But I really think with the contract year, with what happened last year, it's truly going to motivate Aaron Ole. And I really do feel good about Aaron Nola heading into this season. So we shall we shall see what happens with this team. But, you know, a lot of guys need to prove it. A lot of guys need to prove it. You know, heck, Zach, even you can throw Zach Wheeler in that too. Zach Wheeler, a lot of prove. Obviously, he's our ace, and there's no debate in that. Um, but, you know, that World Series was rough for a lot of people involved, not just us, the fans, you know, believe it or not. So what does that mean for win totals here for the Phils, right? 87 wins last year. Go on a miraculous one run in the playoffs. 
So what does that mean here? I honestly believe that this team is still going to, and, and and I'm not even factoring the fact that we don't know how long we'll be without Bryce Harper and, and Reese Hoskins, but I still think that this team is still good enough for 90 wins. Truly and honestly, the pitching staff is deep. You know, not deep enough to go six men, and obviously we still don't even know what the fuck to think about Andrew Painter. Uh, but still, I think with, with your rotation of Wheeler, Nola, Ranger Suarez, when he comes back, of course, Taewon Walker, Bailey Falter. Um, I still think that that, to me, is a solid lineup. I will wait to see what happens with Andrew Painter. But even the bullpen is freaking deep. We just went over the, the names there. Uh, it, it's it's true. It's 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 remarkable. And, you know, for all those people who lived through 2019, who lived through 2020, this is why we go through those moments. All right, so we can have one of the best bullpens in the majors, man. I, it's it's absolutely great, absolutely great. But um, yeah. So to me personally, I don't see how this team doesn't get 90 to 92 wins. Honestly, guys, with the additions that they had, with the confidence of last year, a lot of you know guys like Bryson Stott. Guys like Brandon Marsh, um, getting that extra year, Alec Bohm getting that extra year of experience, the confidence level, comfortability level as well, and plus just the core you have. JT Real Muto, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, um, it, it, Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos, to me, is another big question mark. Because especially in the beginning parts of this season, without the power of Harper and Hoskins, you're going to rely on Castellanos to be that important bridge guy in the middle of the lineup. And I think that's that's going to be the role for him. But uh, I, I think to me, he's he's got to do better than 13 home runs. You brought him in here for power. You need that power here. Hopefully an offseason, you know, under this belt within Philadelphia, um, he gets nestled in. Hopefully that does it. But, you know, without Harper and Hoskins, to me, he's the most important player to start off this season, quite honestly. Quite honest, and you know that you know Kyle Schwarber is probably going to start off with with a little bit a little bit of a struggle bug struggle bug there, as I like to say. What's up, Zach? How you doing, brother? Zach's got ninety one wins here for the Phillies. What about the what about the division? So ninety, I say ninety to ninety two wins here for the Phillies. Obviously, the division is tough yet again, and it's to me, it's still going to come down to the Mets, the Braves, and the Phillies. Obviously, I don't care if we win or not, right? You want to just make the the playoffs, but. I personally believe that the vision is going to be between the Mets and the Phils. Ironically enough, the two teams have struggled to get the job done in that in in uh, September to win the division. And obviously, the Mets have come close. The Mets have been the team that's been the division kings for the summer, and then fall hits and they just collapse. And that's always been the issue the past couple of years for those guys. And then for the Phils, really, it's just been trying to swim above the Mets and the Braves. But I think that what the additions that they did this year, it's going to be extremely important. Now, obviously, you need to win your head on uh, your head on matchups. You know, you can't get swept by the Mets again. Like that was embarrassing, and that definitely sucked. Would have loved to face those guys in the playoffs, but that can't happen again. You can't get swept by the Mets again. And obviously, right now, well, uh, we got the Braves in them. And then let's not keep let's not forget that the Marlins are always pesky and I I'm already circled all the Nats games. All right. I already circled them all because I'm excited for them. We're excited for some easy doves on that. I'm I'm really gonna be regretting that once they're good again because they're probably gonna be beat up, beating up on us. But uh I think that honestly, I don't I don't I really don't see the Phillies winning the division this year, and that's fine. Let the Mets win the division. I got the Mets, the Phils, the Braves, Marlins in fourth, 
and then the Nationals in fifth place. That's how I see it could happen. Don't see the uh, Mets and Braves up around 100 again. I I agree with all this. Um, I believe that the Mets, the Braves, and the Phillies will all be around in the 90-win mark. I don't think any of them go over 100. Right now, you decided to go with the Mets for this one? Really? Uh-oh, Stanley letting us giving us an update. Why isn't the game on TV? I, Stanley, I have a recording, so I am going to wait to watch it. After this, I'll be watching it, but um, I'll I'll get back to you on that one. That's not that's not good though, Stanley. Where do you, Stanley? What are you watching it off of? Um, Jason sees us winning the division. Okay, uh, let me see here. Uh, sadly, I don't. I I think Reese is done till at least mid late to late October. Listen, it doesn't look promising. I'm not saying that it does, but I'm also not going to speculate when I don't have an injury report from the team. So, um, it, it looked bad. It could very well be that, but I'm gonna wait to see, man. Um, let me see. I mean, after all, wait, what was the question here? Let me show back. Who's our? So the thing is, is that I think that the fills right now are going to be switched between Alec Bohm and Derek Hall. We'll, we'll look at we'll look at the lineups here today in just one second. But I, that's what it seems like the, to start off with. They're going to switch between Alec Bohm and Derek Hall, but that's really what it seems to be going back and forth for right now. Not really not really backups. It's lefty first baseman, righty first base and that's what it seems like they're going to be running with. Obviously, if Derek, if Alec Bohm, I'm sorry, if Derek Hall is starting in first, more likely Alec Bohm will be in third. And if Alec Bohm's in first, more likely Edmundo Sosa will be starting at third. Yeah, Dame, possibly, man, possibly. Um, not Jason got 94 wins. Okay, I like the optimism. I see he's winning the division with 94 wins. Okay, I got uh, Dame's got the Braves at 98, Phil's at 93, and Mets at 92. Nice, very, very nice here. All right, let me see here. Okay, um, so to your point, Stanley, it's on NBC10 if you're local. Cable station, Scranton. Oh, how's, yo, uh, call me Merrick. How does Scranton work? I honestly, dude, I've never tried to watch a Philly sporting event in that area, so I couldn't tell you, man. I live, <laughs> I live 10 minutes outside of Philly, so I get that bad boy right off the bat, man. But Merrick, I appreciate that, man. That's, that's, that's good looks by you. It's good looks by you. Um, New York. Uh, hopefully, Boom develops the power he had as a prospect. Cassian returns to form, and Derek Hall around twenty-five home runs. Okay, I like that. All right, all right. Hey, listen, I I like that. All right, so let me pull up real quick. So now that everyone, because I'm sure the game is about to get going here, if not already. So here is the batting lineup here today for your Phillies in game one. This is what we're going to be rolling with. Trey Turner leading all things for the Phillies. Kyle Schwarber in your two-hole, and he's going to be your DH today. And Trey Turner shortstop, by the way. JT Romito batting third, playing catcher. Uh, you got Derek Hall batting fourth at first base. Batting fifth, Nick Castellanos at right field. Batting sixth, Bryson Stott in second base. Alec Bohm batting seventh and starting at third base. Jake Cave getting the start on opening day. He will be at left field and batting eighth. And then to, to end things off, Brandon Marsh, he'll be in center field. And then, of course, your pitcher, Aaron freaking Nola. I'm excited for this one because it's Nola versus DeGrom again. 
just like those days when when the Grams with the Mets. Um, and look, I, I wouldn't say that this is going to be an easy one, although the Texas Rangers did struggle last year. Um, we struggled against them. I, they won the series here and there. Um, I, actually, they swept one of them, and then I think we split the other. I think we split here in Philly, and then we lost in Texas. We got swept in Texas. But it's a it, it's a pesky team. It's one of those teams that we typically struggle against, especially down in Arlington. Um, but look, they have been spending big money, as we all know, um, but they haven't been able to put together. But I, per se, would be concerned about this one. Now, well, we have the same fireworks that we had last year and opening day. Now, that obviously was in Philly against Oakland, uh, but we'll, we'll see if the bats can get uh, flying here today. Maybe a little swore bomb to get things going. Um, and I will see what the rotation. That's really what I'm looking forward to. What are going to be the first options of arms? Uh, coming for for uh, for Rob Thompson coming out of the bullpen, and it's opening day. We get to see this baseball team and what it looks like. Trey Turner leading things off. It is really really exciting to see what may happen. Uh, Justin Verlander is injured, Jason. So Justin Verlander put on um he got put on the IL, uh, and so it the injuries are already happening for the for the freaking New York Mets. So it is it is rough. It's about to start now. Um, already here. I do. I do think that the Phillies will win here today. I think that the Phillies will get a one run win. Give me, give me like a three, two victory here for the Phillies. It'll be, it'll be, uh, we'll go down to the wire. I hope it's not a long one. Right. Um, but I do think that the Phillies will get a three, two game. I think Aaron Ola will go six strong. Um, I'm, I don't think it'll be like eight to nine strikeouts. I mean, maybe like six to seven strikeouts, but I think that he, you know, he works the count. Um, you know, maybe the pitch count. I, I'm curious how Rob Thompson handles the pitch count early on in the season as well. That's another thing. You, we didn't get the full season of Rob Thompson. So seeing how he handles the beginning part of the season is going to be very interesting. Um, hope, hopefully Trey Turner gets on base. You know, hoping, hoping for a Kyle Schwarber bomb. And then I'm hoping for Nick Castellanos to get started off the jump because we talked about you really do need him to be beat the power. Because you're missing Hoskins and Harper. So I'm really hoping for that as well. But keep dropping your... Guys, throw your predictions in the comment sections for today. Your predictions for the, the Phillies during, for the season. Um, and we'll be reading those when we hop off here. But we're going to get going to watch the match or match the game here, guys. Uh, tonight, we'll be bringing the game recap. So 9 o'clock after the game, come on in here. We'll be discussing the game. So keep all of your points here We'll be talking about it later on. But, guys, thank you so much for watching. Really do appreciate it. Make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe for all of your Philly sports. Make sure you guys uh, check it out wherever you stream podcasts. We're available under Owen Philly Sports. And a big thank you to our sponsor here, Lot Terrain Watches. Make sure you guys check out our friends over at Lot Terrain. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go, Phils. Let's start it off on a bright note, baby. <laughs>